I feel grateful that my heart can grow every day. Greetings, Chipper Charlies. Welcome to the Painting Pictures podcast. This is the voice of young Gabriel Roberts coming to you from Paonia, Colorado, where the weather's not so bad and things are really great when you have wood to burn in your wood-burning stove. I'm uh, excited to present a podcast to you today that has someone else's voice on it. I know mine gets a bit tiresome. I haven't ever gotten tired of it, but um, I suspect that some of you may have. And to you, I just want to say, you know, it's my voice and it's all I've got. You know, so I don't really know what you expect me to do. I'm not going to you know, intentionally change my voice just to please you. Um... I don't know, you want me to talk with an accent? You know, I do that sometimes. You know, it's not like I talk in the same voice all the time. Sometimes I do accents. Sometimes I speak softly. Anyway, this podcast has Brody Kinder on it, who is my roommate and is a musician. I'd like to find new terms for everything that don't use the word my. For example, my roommate. Uh, that's like saying he's he is my roommate. We live together. Brody and I live together. Isn't that a much nicer way to say it? Uh, or how about my girlfriend? You say, so-and-so and I have sex. <laughs> isn't that? Isn't that better? My girlfriend. Come on. Just tell everybody that you make sweet love to each other, because that's really what it's all about. That's what this whole <laughs> so this whole thing is all about. People is that sweet loving. Um, gosh, <clears throat> I'm trying to keep this brief, so I'm I'm intentionally not pulling in any content. I have a couple of boring things to say, which is there's a website, and you can go there, and you can make comments on the episode and you can learn more about me and look at pictures in my art and have some fun, you know, have yourself a little poke around, a little afternoon poke around. The website is Gabe Roberts Art, G-A-B-E-R-O-B-E-R-T-S at gmail.com. I also have an email address specifically for this podcast and for uh, places where I have to enter an email address, but I don't want to use <laughs> my primary email address. 
I still chuck it just as much as my other one. It's Gabe Roberts Art at gmail.com. So if you have any spam, go ahead and send it there. If you have any questions about the podcast, also go ahead and send it there. Um, you can support the podcast by visiting the support page at gaberobertsart.com. And gee, that would be swell. That would be such a wonderful, uh, unexpected little bonus. But the most important thing is to listen and send me an email if you would like to connect with me. And I'm going to do my best to continue producing these. I think that a bi-weekly schedule is more appropriate. Uh, it's a better pace. So every week is kind of a lot. I mean, what am I, a podcaster? No. I got other things to do, you know? I got to paint. I got to cook. You know how long it takes me to cook a meal? Well, if you factor in the shopping and the emptying of the compost and the cleaning of the kitchen, I mean, pretty long, bro. Pretty long. Uh, I also have to, you know, sleep, um, take baths. I have to bathe my body. Um, especially in the winter time, I, I, I can't go swimming in ditches anymore and use the sand on the bottom to clean my armpits. And now I'm actually, I have to use soap. Not every day, but not a lot of soap, but it's true. I, I have to use soap. Anyway, these are all things that take up time in my day. And so bi-weekly, I'm going to use bi-weekly in, in the definition of every other week. Bi- bi-weekly also means twice a week. So for a word that is specifically intended to indicate um, <laughs> a, a, a particular period of time or a frequency of an occurrence, it's kind of strange that it means two completely different amounts of time. Bi-weekly. Look it up. Twice a week or every other week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, it's an excellent word. If you're looking to make a commitment, but you really you want to hedge your commitment, um, use bi-weekly. It's totally ambiguous. It, you could be meaning twice a week, which is a lot. I mean, anything that happens twice a week is a lot. Uh, except for bowel movements, obviously. Hopefully that's happening on the daily, you know what I mean? Otherwise, you're dealing with some F.I. That's right, folks. Have I already talked about fecal impaction on this podcast? Anyway, bi-weekly, um, every other week. How about that? Tuesdays is the day I'm going to shoot for. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, that's all That's all that needs to be said. Happy December. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. This podcast was recorded on Thanksgiving Day 2014 here at the Casa de Brody and Gabe while we sat in the backyard and peeled apples in preparation for baking apple pie, which came out <laughs> perfect. <laughs> okay, perfect. I made a perfect apple pie. That's it. The uh, podcast opens sort of unexpectedly because Brody just pressed record. And so, anyhow, here you are, folks. Uh, Thanksgiving 2014. Brody Kinder on painting pictures. Enjoy it!
You can look for me, baby. Oh, I just turn it all the way up. Is that what you usually do? Well, when we're both going to be a little ways away from it. If I'm talking right into it, I put it at like seven or eight, I guess. Hello. 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 Welcome. Yes. Ciao. Chiz. Chiz. Ciao. Chiz. Ciao. Cheetah. Chiz. Ciao. Cheetah. Chaz. Charlie. Chime in. bang bang. Gabe, what are we doing here? Uh, we are. Oh, here. Am I pitting? Um, well, what about one of us chops and let's see how the speed goes, if it's an even sort of. But I'll chop and put them like this, and then you peel. Oh, so this, I'm just taking skin off? Taking skin off, and then, um, and then cutting them into, uh, little pieces. Oh, I might recommend a different approach. How's your approach? This is sort of what I do. A bit like this. What's up? It's the the, the yeah, towardsy method. Yeah. It's good. Right. Super easy. And then uh and then like that kind of a slice mm -hmm. for the apple pie. So yeah, that's a yeah, sure. Yeah. Sounds of making an apple pie. Yeah. Is it recording already? Yeah, I think so. Oh, great. I figured. Yeah, we can. Uh, we can splice just things. Just jump right in whenever. Splice out the. I think it'd be nice just to have. Soft apple, Soft opening. Apple pie sounds. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nothing like it. Nothing more American than the sounds of an apple pie being prepared. Um, I guess I can put my pills in here. So, Brody, welcome to Painting Pictures for the second time. Ah, thanks for having me, Gabe. Thanks for coming back. What's it like being roommates with a cripple? Um, it's been fun. He's, uh, he's pretty easy to work with, you know. I think you feel like, you know, a little bit like, sorry for the person. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kind of like... You know, get better at stuff, and then you can kind of wean them off of your help. What do you think I've gotten better at? Uh, you're definitely more... Oh, no. Is the, this is the pits. Or peels. Peels. Okay. I'm putting the wrong things in the wrong things. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> I'm just... You're talking to me, and I'm excited. <laughs> you're putting wrong things in the wrong goals. Um, what's been... What was your question? What have I gotten better at? <laughs> That's a cripple. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, my, my foot's getting a bit better too. Yeah. You know? Oh, it looks great. Yeah. It looks like a foot again. It looks like a foot again, exactly. I feel like that's really the turning point in my recovery is when I started to think of it as a foot again. Yeah. And not as this horrific thing in the way. Thing that was ruining my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's all perspective at the end of the day. It is. And I, and I don't think there are specific things that you were getting worse or better at. I just think, um, you know, you kind of learn how to work with what you got. Yeah, that's right. You know. That's right. You learn what you can do and what you can't do. As Gabe has been a cripple 
Um, well, as we would say, he's 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 been. Um, uh, it's hard to move things, and so <laughs> especially with himself. You know, his himself he needs crushes to move, and so around around the house, my body, his body, yeah, around the house he's been using. Um, the stool, the, the ultimate tool that uh, totally is so awesome. Every cripple should have a tall wooden stool, right? That they can slide across the floor. Why is it awesome, Gabe? Well, first, it's a table. It's a table, so you can set things on it because it doesn't move. It doesn't move, right? It's it's stationary. It has four legs, and you can use it as a table and a way to transfer objects from one place to another, say from the kitchen table to the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. Well, with crutches, you're doomed. Both of your hands are occupied. The best you can do is like hold a cup in one hand and then like pinch the crutch in between your in your armpit and swing it forward and then use your other hand on the on your free hand on the other crutch. That sounds dangerous. It is. I've almost eaten it a couple of times. But with the stool you can deposit things on the stool. And then you can crutch over to the other side of the stool. Mm-hmm. You can slide the stool a little bit. Stool slides, yeah. And then from the other side of the stool, you can reach and transfer objects. You know, it's kind of your halfway point. It's, it's your it's your halfway point. It's your glorified uh, um, assistant. Yeah, it's my it's my trombone touchdown point. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have uh, crutches, get a stool. Maybe you know about half your height. So you can easily squat on it. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the other brilliant thing is I can do dishes. Right. You know, you hang standing out. on the stool, or yeah. sitting perched on the stool. You can hang out and cook. Hang out and cook. Which you can feel like a normal member of, of society, really, inside right. your own home, at least. Right. Because before it was just like I can't I'm take crippled, <laughs> and he would pout in the corner, and it was sad, <laughs> and. Yeah. And ice his foot and feel like he couldn't do anything. What about ISIS? Why did, why did you bring up ISIS? Ice, ice your foot. Is this, does this have anything to do with this, the terrorist scarf that you were wearing this morning? No. Terrorist garb? I- Egyptian garb? Oh. <laughs> you mean my my homeland? Your, yeah. Is that your uniform for destroying freedom? So Gabe, so, so Gabe and I are going to a party tonight. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving, by the way. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving! Thanksgiving 2014. Yeah, let's get drunk. <laughs> Doing it right. Uh, had coffee today to celebrate. That's why we're hyped. Woo! We got another little cup right here. I haven't sampled this yet. Have you? No, I haven't. But there are spiders crawling on me. Oh dear. Well, specifically one. We keep flicking them off. It keeps coming back for more. Yeah. Maybe he likes it. He likes it. Yeah, girl. Um. <laughs> But we're going to a party tonight. Yep. Well, a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. You could say. Party. Party. But it has a theme, doesn't it? It has a theme. And this was what brings up my, my terrorist background. Oh, yeah. The theme is the 1% of mm-hmm. society. Right. And that's what we're going to dress as. And you can choose. There's options. Yep. As the top 1% or the bottom 1%. So what's the bottom look like? Because I think... Well, it has like that uh, line down the middle, the butt crack, and sometimes it has weird moles on it. My birthmark is on my bottom, but <laughs> that's it's kind of smelly. <laughs> smelly in the bottom, but it's nice. You know, I, I think for us, we'll have a little hashtag. You know, if you want to follow from the podcast, 
It'll be like, you know, we like it on top or we like it on bottom. Oh, we're going to have a hashtag, are we? Yeah, a little hashtag here at this podcast. Oh, shit. You should do more hashtags. I know. Well, you don't like hashtags. I don't like them. I think it's a political thing. You just gotta, no me gustan. Well, you just got to speak the language. No me gustan los hashtags. But this is on the internet. <laughs> Get with the times. Hashtag. Well, it? you don't like the obnoxious hashtags. Yeah, they're funny though. I don't know. I guess I've never um, participated in the like successful use of a hashtag where right. I've where I've seen value in it. I think with this podcast, you would see the most value. What, on, on Twitter? What's well, on Twitter, it's on Facebook. You can hashtag everywhere. You can even hashtag on Google. You know, Google search a hashtag, and then you find all these places that populate the hashtag. Huh. Hashtag wars. So the hashtag is, is uh, it's not just a Twitter thing. It's all over. Yeah, so Twitter incepted hashtags, mm-hmm. um, but then the world has kind of adopted it. Facebook does it now. Twitter had sex with a number symbol. Uh-huh. Reproduced. It reproduced. A hashtag. Oh, it's that. Oh, baby hashtag. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. There is that's the dial tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the um, hashtag was born. <laughs> anyway. So what's the hashtag for this podcast? Um, we like it on top or we like it on bottom. You like it on top? So there's two. On bottom or on the bottom? Like on top. On the bottom. On the bottom. On the top and the bottom? You know, (laughs) you should type it in the info and then we'll get it there. Okay. Great. Um, I'm not committing to this 100%. Stop. Get off me, spider. Oh, it's a little baby. It's a little baby. And then post photos of people's costumes? Is that where you're going with this? Yes. Right. And you can see them on Facebook. Yeah, and I'm going to be the bottom. You're going to be the top. I'm going to be the top. In our own fantastic ways. I figured that with crutches, it's kind of a no-brainer which end of the spectrum to go to. Well, I mean... Unless I was like a, uh, you know, brilliant brilliant disabled scientist. Right. Oh, cool. Or I could be, I guess I could be a professional sports player. It's injured. Right. But then they just get bionic parts anyways. So they just, you know. And they're not really the top 1%. I don't know. Sports players? I think only a very select few of them might be. I think, t- like, Tiger Woods might be. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. These are good questions. But, right. Uh, David Beckham. Beckham. Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. I don't know, though. There might be... I mean, 1% is a very small percentage, and it might not include... It might be even beyond... Yeah. That's what you're thinking. Yep. We're talking billions of dollars. Yep. Billions and trillions of dollars. So that being said, if somebody had injured themselves and they were a... One percenter. Top one percenter. We're hearing sounds of nature outside. We're, uh, we're in the backyard here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, backyard, Paonia, Main Ave, Main Street. Ave, have you noticed that it says Main Street and then on... Most official web things. It's Main Ave, our street that we live on. Our very street. I asked somebody about that. I was like, "Do I live on Main Street or Ave?" And they're like, "I don't know." I was like, "You're from Paonia." Yeah. They act as if this isn't cause for huge internal turmoil for us. I mean, can you imagine living on a street that can't even figure out if it's a street, street or, or Ave? Ave? Yeah. Yeah, it's not easy. It's 
hard out here. It's an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. It's hard living on the streets, <laughs> on the abs. So you're going to be a top 1%. I'm going to be top. I'm going to be a businessman from Dubai. Fresh with uh, ah, nice. some garb. Oh, oh you're going to be like a... Wait, are, are you going to be like a vacationing white guy, or are you going to be like a well, prince, Saudi I, prince? Since I don't feel like painting my face, I'll be a vacationing white guy. Okay. You know, who's who's There's top? some pale Saudi princes. Okay. I just need some gold. Just if you want to go that way. Gold! But I got a nice, like, head wrap and, you know, long man dress thing. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, you're, are you going to wear that if you were the celebrating white guy? It is. It's a really nice yeah, like, like, Egyptian garb. Oh, I just got back from Egypt. From Dubai. <laughs> Skiing in the Alps just a, two days before that, so excuse the sunburn. So what are you grateful for this year, Brody? Oh, yeah, it is Thanksgiving. Yeah, we might as well get warmed up. Yep. I'm grateful for everything. <laughs> world peace. <laughs> the world going to pieces. I am thankful for camaraderie. A town that allows me to be just myself, mm. within my means, mm-hmm. and then some. Wow. I feel grateful that my heart can grow every day. Mm. I like that. Deep. I like that a lot. I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah? Yeah, the heart growing and strengthening. It's a nice thought. And you're surrounded by oops, no. And you're surrounded by good peeps, you know, it's it's infectious to be either loving or loved or or giving or grateful. Gratitude. It is, and you get to feel the the direct positive feedback. That's one of the things I love about this town is how directly things come right back to you. Because it's so small. <laughs> There's not a lot of things that get lost in the noise. At least, like, things that don't get lost are, like, non-nonsensical things. Things that don't get lost are non... Wow, that was a lot of negatives. <laughs> non-nonsensical? I don't know. I just feel like there's no tolerance for bullshit here. Yeah. And so that... Not in this house. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. There's not a whole lot of bullshit, really. Well, what's let's define bullshit. What's bullshit? Things that just don't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, probably one thing in town is that the internet service is still like <laughs> um DSL. <laughs> you're kind of a techno junkie. Yeah. I like that. I like that about you. <laughs> I definitely don't have that. Are you grateful that I'm technical junkie? I am. <laughs> I am because you bring say the, it. You bring the future. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the words. I'm grateful that you, Brody, are a techno junkie, and that you and I are roommates. Boom. We had a good. Uh, we had a good talk the other day, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We had our first, it was like our first kind of oh, yeah. roomy talk since we moved in together, began cohabitating. 
Which I think you should have, you know. Often. Yeah. Early and often. Early and often. It's important. Bring everything out. Bring them out. Bring them out. I'm grateful that you did that. Thank you. I'm grateful that you did that too. Yeah, I feel... I'm grateful for the sunshine today. Holy schmoly. We're entering... Well, I'm entering my first winter as an adult. First real winter. Would, uh, define real winter. Well, something that occurs in a place other than California, climate that ah. gets cold and snowy. And oh, you a West Coast boy. Yeah, I am. Winter in Sacramento is pretty mild. Like That's 70s. That's like an understatement. 60s, 50s. It was pretty cold last year, I think, because of the polar vortex. Polar vortex. <laughs> but normally it's very mild. So it's been... Uh, it's been a challenge for sure. And boy, a little sunshine on the skin. It makes all the difference. Oh, boy, does it Colorado has something called an Indian summer. Indian winter? I think it's Indian summer. Yeah. Yeah. Indian summer being that, you know, it's it was just like 32 degrees, cold, colder than that. And then today it's like 55, 60. Yeah. But when the sunshine hits you. Yeah. You're, we have no shirts on right now. No shirts. No shirts, and it feels like... I can smell my pits. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't you like when your scent gets activated by the sun? <laughs> Everybody likes their own brand. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, what if I you hope did? everybody likes their own brand. What if your own brand sucks? Well, then what you if you smell terrible? Probably get a new brand. There's people out there, speaking of techie, people out there that brand you. What do you mean? You know, just every sense of the word brand. Uh-huh. You know, you can like this, the iron hot... Hot pokers? Pokers. With your logo on it. <laughs> they'll make you a logo, and then they'll brand you. There's a company in San Francisco that makes brands. They have a really cool future-thinking office space. Mm-hmm. Uh, great social media presence. Um, great benefits for their employees. And it's a little factory. Oh. Where guys in beanies and beards make brands. Cool. And a bunch of graphic designers? Yeah, graphic designers and craftsmen. What is this place called? It's a fusion of craft and design. I like that. So they hand, like, make logos and then make a digital? It's called Brand Pony. Brand Pony. Yeah. Is this an advert for them? No. Is this an underwriting? No. This is me making up a company. <laughs> this is not even real? No. <laughs> they make brands, you yeah. know... Like for cows, but you can use them on other people and make them oh, yeah. part of your brand. Nice. Yeah, just stamp your logo on people. It's best in the summertime when people are often walking around without clothes. See, this is when... lure them <laughs> to your fire pit at night. Bonfire! Then... Gotcha! You're, you're mine! I own you! But it's got to be teeny, because I think otherwise it'd just be dick move. But if it was like, I don't think anyway, it is. It's a dick move. <laughs> nah, if it's like pretty small and it like it looks cute, and it's just like ooh, yeah, a little sting. I don't know. I um, well, mine's pretty long though. My brand, it's called Kinder Tribe. Ah, because my last name's Kinder. Uh-huh. Sometimes confused with Kinder, so the Kinder Tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I just make a. Gross. So I do the Kinder Tribe one <coughs> for my branding, mm-hmm. but I put a hashtag in front of it so people would hashtag Kinder Tribe. 
That's how you make hashtags popular. <laughs> you brand people. <laughs> that's how it works in Twitter. Oh. Good to know. Yeah. That's why I'm the technology guru in the house. That's your department, to be sure. I'm in. So our house is doing um, doing fairly well in terms of technology. Once we get uh, internet, we'll really be in that next level. What do you think that's going to Could be. Oh, there's someone on the roof. Mono, mono note. That's Scott. Yeah. I don't know him. Well, we could observe him uh, messing with his chimney. I wonder if he can hear us. Scott? Scott. Scott. No. Nope. Don't think so. Great. I wonder what he's doing. I think he's fixing his chimney. <laughs> As he's fixing his chimney. Well, should we take a break and put these apples inside? I think so. Great. We'll be back shortly. Did you make me more tea? Yeah, girl. I made you tea. Because you're awesome. Did you fill up my water bottle for me? Yeah, girl. I filled that shit to the top. Because you, my number top. Did you put snow tires on my SUV? Yeah, girl. I got it down at the Quickie Mart. It was like $5. I love you. Yeah. Did you turn off my blinky light on the back of my bicycle so I wouldn't waste my battery? No, girl. But if I did, yeah, that was me. We're back. Bum, bum, bum. Painting pictures with Gabe. Here we are. Backyard again. We're back in the backyard. And you're wearing pinstripes. I'm wearing pinstripes. I love pinstripes. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) I really do. I think they're fabulous. They're classy. They're so different than horizontal stripes. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen pinstripes on a sweater? I haven't. Ooh. That should happen. Or how about horizontal stripes on a, on a like a dress shirt? I've seen that. You have? It's Bill, very Bill Cosby. Oh, Bill Cosby. It's kind of tacky. Yeah, they'd have to be narrow. Uh-huh. They could be cool if they're narrow. Would they be colored? Yeah, I don't know. It would be kind of weird. It just doesn't happen. I think why it would be weird is, with the arms, it would get, so, well. The directions of things would look... Would it look weirder than up and down stripes? Probably not. That's just as weird. I wouldn't say weird. <laughs> but not just like one solid... Like, <clears throat> that is all horizontal stripes. We, we got some vertical stripes too. Yeah. As the arms go down. As the arms go down. Unless you just hold them like this the whole time. Right. <laughs> or they'd go... They'd be like bands. It, it would be like 
like bands around your arms probably because it would make it look mm. so if you had your arms at your side you had like a continuous stripe across kind of like rainbow bright yeah that might be weird I'd like to see it though you know yeah there's I'll, no reason not to see it I'll make but, you a sketch up a <laughs> schematic some a blue, concept drawing some blueprints of a guy wearing a horizontally <laughs> striped dress shirt and a guy wearing a vertically striped sweater mm. I'd also like to see that <laughs> So, Brody, um, you used an app the other day. Was it just yesterday? Yeah. For your morning? Mm-hmm. To, uh, to sequence yourself through your morning? Yeah. How, I, how'd that work for you? I, well, I, I actually, I find myself, you know, in the morning time some days, really not necessarily having uh, a routine. Yeah. And, and through that, I'm, I'm not necessarily... I don't have a goal. It's like eat, wake up, go. You know, that's all all uh-huh. the morning is. Uh-huh. But I I see I see every morning uh you uh you know writing in your journal or writing a letter to a friend. Uh-huh. And it's inspiring. Well, thank you. Uh in the sense that uh yeah, you're you're actively seeking more mindful things to do. Mm. There's uh, nothing more virtuous, very few things more virtuous than writing. Yes. And Reading's good. Reading's good. But not not quite as productive <laughs> as writing. Right. And uh, and so I wanted to be more productive. So this app called 30 slash 30, um, you know, every however long I set intervals will change uh, the duty or task that I'm at. Yeah. And it's more from this frame of mind of not multitasking, but single tasking. Yeah. Because as uh, psychology proves and, and science proves, we're not multitaskers. Science! Science rules! And uh, We're not multitaskers? We can, but it's actually just single tasking broken up. And so all uh-huh. that mental um, power you need to engage a task uh-huh. has to be repeated every time you frame switch from a different task. And so I'm trying to get more in the mindful status of doing single tasks, commit to one thing, do it well. Yeah. That being said, what it also engages is my attention. Yeah. And so my attention is full and present with the thing I'm doing. And so then I get to flex my attention more on one thing. Mm. That is, attention is very much willpower. Mm-hmm. And so in in theory, I am, I am... Flexing my willpower. Intention is willpower. Attention. Attention is willpower. Intention is will. Uh huh. And that being that meaning that your will is more is something measurable and and powerful that is more effectively or or wholly brought to bear on a certain. So I can visually see success from my willpower. In front of my eyes, through small things, you know, uh-huh. it's making the breakfast and eating the breakfast. Uh-huh. I give myself a half an hour window. Done. Yeah, I feel great about that. Yeah, hit it, <laughs> hit it. <laughs> yeah, and then I can go on to the next thing. You know, I, I can knock out a bunch of emails. Great. Yeah. So I'm not just staring at my screen waiting for another email to come to respond to it, because mm-hmm. that's not how the world works. You know, I want this technology and things that I do to work for me, not at not at me. Yeah. I love it. I have to say, I uh, cringe a little bit at the idea of of that of timing yourself or tying yourself to mm-hmm. that. You can finish that if you want. I have hit it pretty hard. I think coffee. 
But I love what you're saying, and I think that that can be really helpful. And I know the morning time is traditionally a very difficult, uh, can be a scattered place for me. It's a place where I really desperately want to get things done. Mm-hmm. And um, it's easy to have a feeling of, of listlessness, of right. kind of drifting through. And then there's that terrible feeling of looking at the clock and seeing that it's 11.30 or 12 and thinking, what the hell have I done You today? missed it all, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm all about, I love the idea of routine and of, and I think it's nice to, I think you can, you know, the night before, uh, mm-hmm. it's not like you're locking yourself in for a year or something no, no. Yeah. or a month. Day to day. It's just day to day. Weekday, weekend kind of days. So what are the, what are the things that you put in your, uh, in your morning? Let's take a look. <laughs> Let's go to the... Go to the phone here. Go to the phone. Okay. Yeah. There are a lot of nice little sounds that just bubbled up. So, 30 by 30. Uh, Let's check it out. Uh, Morning. So, basically, wake up. Uh-huh. Give myself about 10 minutes to wake up. So I actually have the sleep app, Sleep Cycle, waking me up in the morning, uh-huh. which has been doing its best. Has what? Has been doing its best. <laughs> I like to snooze a bit. But at the end of uh, the time that you say you want to wake up, the the app basically like doesn't shut up. It's like, wake up now! Uh-huh. <laughs> which is funny. Because like, I remember with like the regular clock app, if you say, like, I want to wake up at 7.30, or set an alarm for 7.30, uh-huh. it'll go every seven minutes uh-huh. you know your alarm and then it'll give up as you snooze uh-huh. and it might give up yeah with this one it don't <laughs> give up anyways so that goes off then we do the wake up process about 10 minutes and I give myself about 20 minutes to do some yoga or stretching yeah uh, and then I give myself about a half an hour for breakfast uh-huh. uh, which can include a shower if I'm cooking something oh. uh, can include a shower can include a shower how, how does that work or the wake up process itself like while your oats are cooking mm-hmm. take a shower yeah, quickie, wow. little quickie. Yeah, spritz. That's kind. Of, that's that's some good multitasking right there. But still in a single task. Still in a single task because you set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. Except don't forget it because then your oats will burn. Then you'll be sad. <laughs> but I noticed, especially this last time, that I hit breakfast for a half an hour, and I could see as the thing was counting down. You know, like when you're looking at the app, it gives you like the time remaining, mm-hmm. um, and a little like. Uh, wheel of, of time uh-huh. and I could actually see how much time I had left uh-huh. when my oats were done uh-huh. when I put an egg on uh-huh. how long that took to make and so oh, it's, yeah, it's even giving me a conceptual time parameter how long things take mm-hmm. hmm. so I could set it and forget it and then uh, writing exercises and tea and then plan the rest of my day and Ooh, clean I up. like tea in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't forget the good things in life Where's butt massage? Butt massage, that's at nighttime. Okay. And, uh, okay. We don't call it butt massage. Oh. We call it getting your propers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, but the whole the whole idea is to have more exercise, more willpower. You know, even even when I'm going to the hive, which is our local co-working space, mm-hmm. when I'm doing some work, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. 
this much time to socialize in the beginning because people like to chat uh-huh. and stuff. That's a little baby spider. Well, that one's even smaller. That is a tiny... I don't know if it's the same spider. Could be the same one. <laughs> Are you the same spider? What's your name? Are you the same spider? Are you different? It's like a Denny Long Night. No, it's like a black one. Yeah, it's like a black widow. Oh, good. He's a boy in a special little one. <gasps> Ooh, there he goes. Be free. But so, what does this... What does this, what does this do for us? Hmm. Really? Well, as you were saying before, the whole mm-hmm. listlessness, mm-hmm. Um, it kind of evaporates that. Yeah. You know, because I know there are things I need to do. Yeah. But I can't do them when I'm doing something else. Right, you can't do it all at once. You can't do it, yeah. Right, so it takes that out of the equation, so it keeps you from holding unnecessarily a bunch of different things in your mind. And we do that. Yeah, we do. If you were to, you know, look at that and, like, your brain was a computer, your RAM would be full. And so Processing or, yeah, thinking about all that random stuff. Yeah, and then you couldn't necessarily be present with the things that you're doing now. Yeah. So, hello, Mr. B. I'm a B. I'm a B. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm into that. So, getting rid of that listlessness and being present with the things you're doing are just one step to getting more willpower in your life. And I think meditation, uh-huh. I haven't gotten that far yet. So do you think it opens up, um, well, it brings you more pre- fully into the present, and maybe then you can connect more directly with your, like, source of power. Yeah. And it's like a cleaner channel, a clearer signal. Yeah, because you're not thinking about that shit. what you're about to do. or You're more open. Mm-hmm. So it's being mindful in every task. Yeah. It's almost like meditating all the time. Yeah. I'll tell you, I've, uh, things have gotten a lot easier for me in that respect since being in Paonia, I feel like. Go on. Well, I think of this, that feeling of being most acute when I was in Sacramento and like, uh, I think more, feel, felt more isolated and so it was, it was easier for me to stay in my mind, mm. um, and in a little sort of energetic whirlpool. So that's a little bit of a different idea, but... Um, here I feel like, with the exception of the last couple of weeks of being a, a cripple, um, you know, by and large I'm out a lot more, I'm walking a lot more, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking to a variety of people. Mm. Uh, still end up staying in town, so right. it's important to remember to get out of town, but at least um, I, don't, I, I haven't felt much. It was only since I got hurt, and uh, like last week, I think was the first time in Paonia that I felt that feeling of, it wasn't even that bad, but of being a little bit trapped or isolated mm-hmm. or cut off. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not a good feeling. No. It's especially prevalent, that feeling of isolation, when there's no physical things like around you to mm-hmm. stimulate your, your mind. Like, you yeah. know, a place you've lived forever. Yeah. You know, because you've, you've done it all, basically. Yeah, you know, exactly. Even you know if you what, haven't. Right. Your brain thinks you have. Yeah, you think you have it all figured out. You think you have the, a total map mm-hmm. of the, your surroundings. Which you and, probably do. And you probably do. And you think that there's no... Uh, yeah, I like that idea. I was talking to Cooper about a, f- a friend, Cooper, who had a surprise party. Mm-hmm. Were you here? No, but I heard about it. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
he had it sounded like they had a great surprise party for him, like twenty people maybe. Mm-hmm. He was totally surprised, and I had a great surprise party thrown for me when I got back in September. Mm-hmm. And I was there. I was. You the, were there. I was the signal for the surprise. <laughs> That's right. It was a really bad signal because I was making a cricket sound, and this was like the heat of winter, or summer. And there's a lot more crickets outside. <laughs> there were. <laughs> and there's more crickets around here in the end of the season, end of the summer, than. Yeah. That was going off the whole time, and they're like, "Did he make the signal yet?" <laughs> Anyways, but the surprise party. But the surprise party is where you your mind gets blown because you think that you have, you think that you know, what's happening in your surroundings, mm. and in that picture that you've you've created in your mind, there are not these twenty people that you love mm. they're not there and then in one instant they all are there boom and it like ruptures the, the blanket that your mind has thrown down over your surroundings oh wow you know what i mean yeah like that rupture in the background <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like, it's novelty wow it's very exciting and i think we do that uh you know if you're inside your mind in the morning staying in one place you do that I mean very fully you're like very insulated with a lot of layers of you're not expecting something marvelous or random to occur Mm. when you're sitting at your computer in the morning from 8 to noon right or whatever it's all kind of locked down which is all perspective right because someone could walk up to your door and knock on your door and offer you a camel ride yeah (laughs) that could happen or cookies or cookies or or say, hey, I have two tickets to this thing. Do you want to come with me? Ooh, yeah. And then you're like, yeah. Yeah. What else was I doing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else sucks. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So it's a place where you can walk about a bit is really uh, a blessing. I'm grateful. We're both, we're both hey, grateful for that. pause for two seconds. I'm going to grab something from a book. All right. On this topic. All right. You got it. We'll be right back. and give me little fondle stuff? Yeah, girl. I fondled you all night long while you were sleeping. Did you braid my hair at night time so when I woke up I had braids? Yeah, girl. I looked it up on the internet. I studied French braids for hours and then I came inside and I braided your hair. That was so nice. Felt good. Thanks. Ball Charlie. We're back. Cheetah, Chaz, Chimichanga. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Okay. Thank you for allowing this time. Yes. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about our minds putting blankets over our surroundings and reality where we think we have I think we have it all figured out. We think we know who everybody is. We think we know what every place is. And then sometimes something happens that is totally unexpected and it blows your mind a little bit. Well, speaking in that in that idea, mm-hmm. uh, this is read from a book in Adventures in Understanding by David Grayson. 
uh, a book which you David Grayson, which you've recently picked up. Yes. Um, sort of just read a few a couple of pages in the beginning. Right here we are in the beginning. This is page seven. Um, David, or uh, David, as I would say, has moved from the country to the city, uh-huh. and nothing is more dreary than the movement of the city folk. As he says, uh, I'm a friendly man and love people who pass by. Often and often in the country, I have stopped work in my field or orchard to bear a passing traveler in the road and swap a lie with him, as we sometimes say. <laughs> Your country traveler likes to be stopped and asked the price of apples or told about the conditions of the weather, which he knows already. But people in the city streets, how they surge by entirely regardless of me. They did not seem to know I was there. I was oppressed with populations overcome with speed. It seemed to me that there was no place anywhere to be quiet or to think no height from which I could look away to the distant beautiful things. So David is is boggled down by moving into the city. He's a writer. Mm-hmm. Obviously he makes books. Uh, but there was a turning point living in the city on his you know second story apartment. Um, it was May with a kind of softness in the air. The sun was going down, but still glowed upon the upper stories of the house opposite. On an iron balcony, I could see a child leaning to look over into the shadowy valley below. Men and women were here and there, the curious little board, boarded yards, working or talking. Suddenly, something deep down within me seemed to come alive. I cannot rightly describe it, but all at once, this scene, which had scarcely before awakened any reaction at all, unless it was aversion, became strangely and suddenly interesting. Curious human. I seemed to catch a harmony I had not heard before. I leaned farther out. The Atlantis trees were coming into leaf, and held up to me their new green whirls, a peace offering of the spring. I could hear pleasant, confused voices with, without catching distinctly any words at all. Presently a girl's voice from some nearby open window, though I could not see the girl herself, broke out singing, There are smiles. An instant later, the half-mocking voice of a boy from another window joined in, Smiles that make you sad. Uh, and I heard the girl's voice trailing away in laughter. All at once the oppression of the city, the oppression of too many people, left me. It seemed curiously and newly interesting to have all around me so many human beings, so much warm, strange, tragic, beautiful, brief human life. I leaned still farther out. Such a variety of old activities, what were they all doing? What were they thinking about? Were they happy or miserable? What did they read? Had they any God? And above all, why did they live in a crowded why did they live all crowded together in such honeycombs of places where there was room enough to spare in the open country? How excited you look, said Harriet, his wife, when I turned to glance at her. Harriet, said I, have you thought of all the extraordinary and interesting things that must be happening at this moment in these little pigeonholes of places? The caverns and burrows and strange passageways. It was then that I had a curious flashing vision. I'm going to confess everything. Of this room of mine, the dingy top lodging house of the tower. He imagined that his apartment was a tower. It improved it immediately. 
It was my tower, and this was a city wall I lived upon, high up overlooking the world. It was something to live in, and a tower on the wall of the city I would have you know. One could see much from the tower. He's laughing. He basically turned his shabby apartment in the middle of the city that, you know, was just so dreary and, and gross, and he turned it into, like, a castle, and that he would look upon this beautiful land mm -hmm. or, or scenery, and later in the book he then goes on into talking about that he will find adventure every time he, you know, he leaves his tower, mm. you know, as he is a, as a man of understanding. Um, hmm. And it was cool because, you know, the first thing he talks about is, like, with that new fresh mind. Yeah. He he left, you know, the footsteps of his tower. And then the first interaction and experience was his neighbors below. Right away. Which was, like, right below, <coughs> you know, he only walked a foot. And then, boop, there's his adventure. Yeah. So it's all perspective when it comes <coughs> down to it. It is. I think that was so neat that he had a little change of perspective before I had actually, that's right at the beginning of the book. I'd mm -hmm. read that passage before, and I didn't catch that in the first time that he actually suddenly got a, f a feeling mm -hmm. of his surroundings or of something different. Mm -hmm. And then once he brought his attention or changed his attention so that he was looking for novelty or he was really observing. That's what it was. As soon as he began to observe and really see his surroundings, mm -hmm. then instantly there was that cool little back and forth from those kids, mm -hmm. which is so evocative, those lines, that little <laughs> song sung back and forth, and who are these little kids? And, and they're giggling. And what a wonderful little story could be there. Couldn't see them. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> Should we... Uh, Play some music? I think we should play some music. I don't know. We'll take a little break. And but then... I think uh, before we go... Yeah. Um, just acknowledging that adventure is around you. Yeah. You know, that is that is a truth to behold unto you if you accept it as your perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a gift. And uh, just reading this book, Adventures and Understanding by David Grayson, um, I have found adventure in the mundane. Mm -hmm. Where before it would just be a passing by, but mm -hmm. I... In the time that I've lived, Mr. Gabe, I've never met someone that's not important mm -hmm. in my life, in my experience. Mm -hmm. And I hope and I know that'll be true to the end of my days. Mm -hmm. So, Cool. Cheers, man. <laughs> well said. Let's sing some music. All right. Thanks very much for coming on the podcast. Holler. Until next time. Until next time. Yeah, girl. That was the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. That was Brody Kinder. You can find out more about Brody on his website. It's brodybrody.com, and Brody is spelled with an I-E. B-R-O-D-I-E, B-R-O-D-I-E.com. He's got uh, an EP release, a couple shows coming up um, here in Colorado. And uh, what else? Thanks for listening. Boy, I really appreciate it. I hope it was something uh, spicy in your eardrums. If you'd like to give us a hand, go ahead and leave a rating on iTunes. Um, there's info on how to do that at GabeRobertsArt.com on the support page. All right, here's a song for you. Me and Brody singing. Um, Brody on the uke, me on the guitar. Have a wonderful week. Happy December. One more month in this year. Let's make it count with lots of baked goods. All right? 
If you have any questions, send me an email at gaberobertsart at gmail.com. Until next time, mwah! This one's by the uh, Fiction Family. It's called Look For Me, Baby. What you hold dear starts to disappear. You can tell what you trust by the things that you feel. You can look for me, baby. Oh, baby, I'll be long gone. Bring in the band. I warned you with your whitewash tunes Free from the wrath As all men do You can look for me, baby Oh, baby, I'll be long gone Bring it to the seventh Everybody knows, everybody knows That the fight can only end in bones You say I don't go I only go to shows I can give you my regards To your house of cards Your dead eyes stars And your Pharisee shards You can't look for me, baby Oh, baby, I'll be long Look for me, baby Oh, baby, I'll be long Look for me, baby Oh, baby, I'll be long gone. <laughs> yeah, look for me. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl.